If there's one thing we've learned about business and life, it's that people are the X Factor. They constantly surprise us, both in amazing ways and not so much. We're Ben and Sia, and welcome to the Gnaw on This Business Bites Podcast. This show is all about real-life things we all deal with every day, how they relate to business, and how to make some sense out of our daily chaos. Welcome to the show. Hey everybody, it's Ben and Sia. Welcome to another episode on Non This Business Bites. This week, we're going to talk about different forms of compensation. Now, we're dealing with, you know, a huge war right now on talent. There's an enormous war on talent right now. And I'm hearing stories of $10,000, $15,000, $20,000, you know, bonuses being paid, you know, signing bonuses, this, that, and the other thing. And what I've come to the realization is a comment my father taught me very early on in life. It says, you can bribe somebody, but nobody stays bribed. Ooh. And that's what this is. If you take a look at an upfront payment, trying to get somebody in the door, they are loyal to you as long as somebody else doesn't come along and offer them another larger bonus. Oh, boy. And that's reality. And I understand it's a talent war. I understand, you know, there, there might be 11,000, you know, job openings and only 6,000 people applying for them right now. That will change. But in the meantime, we need to get creative. We need to sit there and say, what do people need versus not what people want? What is going to make people's lives better? Imagine if I could do this for you, what would this do to your life? Think about it. What if you could do something like, what if we could have your house cleaned once a week? What if we could pay off your student loan if you stayed around for three years? We'll pay it off over three years, but we're only going to pay it off over three years. What if we take care of your dry cleaning for you? You don't have a car. You, we need you to get to the office. What if we have an Uber that comes and picks you up every day and brings you back, back to the office? The little things that benefit the company as much as it benefits the individual. Things that can be written off, that can be written down. Things that sit there and put you in a position where you can sit there and go, okay, you're not giving somebody money up front, but what you're doing is you're making their life easier. Mm-hmm. You're making their life better over the long term. And it allows them to sit there and go, wait a second here. This company's taking care of me. I got you know, benefits. I got medical dental benefits on day one. I can take care of my kids now. And if we start looking at compensation differently, if we stop looking at it as money and we start looking at it, it says, how can we make individual people's lives better and be, allow them to be more fulfilled in their life? All of a sudden, they're going to be more loyal, more productive, more engaged employees that are going to bring better quality, more active employees to you and are going to allow you to look better to your customers. So Sia, join hmm. in. You said it. I'm done. Ditto. I'm kidding. No, I, I, one, again, Ben, we got to start disagreeing here. So what you've just described is literally what countless 
uh, articles have been written about the shift in generations. I know we keep talking about generations at times, but there's a relevance to it. We want, and our generation Gen Xers, we're kind of pushing for it as well, but we want that work-life value. Yes. To balance and to balance whatever it might be, okay? And it is that value of your time and appreciation of your time that really people are looking for. Businesses, large and small, have to understand that they are not the end-all, be-all. The traditional and I grew up this way. If I could work for one company for 30 years and retire, that was a badge of honor. That Absolutely. was a badge of loyalty. That was a badge of commitment. That does not exist anymore. Loyalty and commitment mean absolutely nothing when you've got organizations that are driven by quarterly reports. True. You take humanity out of your environment when you are literally putting them on an Excel spreadsheet every quarter to say, what is this person's value and contribution? If we were to do a reduction in force of 10%, where would you fit? And unfortunately mm -hmm. that is business, but it doesn't have to be so cutthroat in that way. Cause if I'm an employee and I know my value diminishes the older I get because my health insurance goes up, guess what? I'm going to find another company that cares about me and appreciates the value that I bring to the table as a salesperson. I've got relationships 20 plus years with clients just because I'm with your organization doesn't mean that when I leave that client is going to stay with you. If anything, you're probably a commodity product. They just like me. Right. And I know it sounds narcissistic to say it that way, but this is the opportunity for employees to really stick it to the company that they're working or looking to work with to say, okay, this is a mutual relationship. This is almost a marriage. What are we going to do for each other until we don't? Well, and I think that there's, you said something that was powerful is I remember building compensation programs for and loyalty programs for employees for years. And I remember doing a 40 year pin for an employee. You know, we made a custom one-off pin for an employee that had been with this company for 40 years and they, they, you know, they created a, a, an entire party for this person. It was a celebration. It was, it was amazing. And the person ended up retiring two, you know, two years later, but they felt valued through their entire process of the organization. They said, okay, I started out in the mailroom and it ended up as a vice president. And through that, I've said, they go, okay, I felt like I was always learning. I felt like I was always growing. I felt like there was always something different and there was opportunity for me to move from department to department. And within certain companies, if you're a 100,000 employee company or a 50,000 employee company and you have offices around the world, you can afford that to employees. You can sit there and say, look, there's a division in Singapore. We'd like you to go there for three years. We'll take you and your family. We'll move you to Singapore. We'll put your kids in school, this and that other thing. But we need you to do this so we can bring you back to do this. And that's great. Unfortunately, most companies that are under 50 people never will have that option. Mm -hmm. And with that, we need to think about it and sit there and go, okay, we can only take people so far. We can only give people so much. We only have so much opportunity to give. We're better off to sit there and say, look, here's the trajectory we can put you on. And once you get to that point, 
we need to let you go and we need to help you find somewhere else to be where you can be successful and not make that, sorry, you're out the door. Here's two weeks salary. Bye-bye. It's, you know what? We know that you've outgrown us as, as a person. We can't help you anymore because the people above you are where they are and they're set. You know, and they're not retiring. We don't have room for you. So let's give you a six-month or a year window to look for the right job, help you. We'll recommend you 100% and give you that. And when the time comes, we're going to throw a party and send you out the door. And how much is that employee going to sing your praises for the rest of their life and send you the right business and send you the right relationships and be that referral partner to you because you took care of them. And I think that we need to look at people and say, look, they're there for as long as they're there. They're going to give us as much as they're going to give us, but we need to be as fair to them as they're going to be fair to us. And if we're not going to be fair to them, they're going to, they're going to sit there and say, look, somebody's giving me another opportunity. Somebody's paying me more money. Somebody's giving me more responsibility, whatever. Right. I'm out the door. So the question is, how can we be able to to add value to their lives so we can retain them as long as we can retain them? And when they go, they become ambassadors of our brand. Bingo. You just nailed it. it reminds me of that one book, Raving Fans. Absolutely. People forget your own employees, your crew, these people are in with you, you know, day in, day out. I mean, I almost said 40 hour week, you know, that doesn't exist anymore, but why not? Why? That's why till Wednesday, right? No, it was Wednesday. My, my 40 hour day goes to Wednesday. So, but, but then that's another thing that I was thinking about. Okay. So maybe this is a future conversation, but to me, that 40 hour work week, the Monday through Friday, I think the pandemic has shown us that's out the window. Unless you are physically having to touch a machine or something like that and click mm-hmm. it. Right. I, believe that you do not need to do your job Monday through Friday at exactly, you know, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. or whatever the hours, nine to five. <laughs> what, a, what a novel concept. But I think if, hey, if you can do that job in two hours and then take Billy and Mary off to, you know, their, I don't know, baseball, whatever class, clearly. And, I don't then, and then come I back in the evening it. and do what you need to do. Yeah. All for it. And you know what? Because, I mean, I just don't understand the mentality of, Oh, well, Mary, I I sent you an email. Where is it? It's like, wait a second. The odds are high, and this will be a future conversation. I know it. I know when I'm getting my emails from my smartphone. But if Mm -hmm. I've got something else that's a higher priority that needs to get done, that will get addressed. And the jobs will get done. But I do think we need to get out of that mentality um, of you must be always on. I think compensation, it is unfair to assume compensation will quote, pay you to always be 24-7 because it's not healthy. Yeah, and I don't nobody, matter. Nobody needs to be 24-7, 365. We're not neurosurgeons. Yeah. You know, nobody's life is in the balance. For nine, 99.9% of what we do, nobody is going to die Yeah. If, if we're not if we don't respond to that text in the next 15 minutes. Yeah. Unless you're in ER and healthcare yeah, services, absolutely. absolutely 100. <laughs> absolutely. There are people yeah. out there that guess what? Somebody will die if, if we don't respond right away. Yeah. And you know what? That's a different thing. And there's a different level of compensation that needs to happen to be able to compensate for the fact that, wait a second here, I need this person to be available 24, seven, 365. And we need to be able to build that into their thing because 
somebody's life could be on on the line if they're not there, you know, and that's, and, but that's, that's a different story and be able to sit there and say, okay, what do I need to do to make your life better to be able to make it? So you don't mind getting those phone calls at three o'clock in the morning and realize that, you know what, if you came in at three o'clock in the morning, I'm not expecting you to stay till five o'clock in the, in the afternoon, just because your just because your shift doesn't end till five, you know, there's gotta be ways that we can be more creative with how we compensate people in order to make people feel listened to, understood, valued, and allow people to be productive and be paid on the output, not not on time served. Yes. Oh, gosh. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? I think those are brilliant points. And I think I would love to challenge anyone that's listening to us. Seriously, not on this. What other ways can we look at compensation in a way that makes sense? Right. It's got to be fair and equitable. You can't expect, you know, a million dollars to be able to like, you know, I don't know, type, you know, hello. Right. But it's got to be reasonable. But let's let's choose chew on this. I'd love to hear from everyone on what they view as a creative way that is attractive to be compensated. Absolutely. So, everybody, let's know on this. This is Business Bites with Ben and Sia. See ya. Hey, 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 thanks for listening to another episode of Not On This, Business Bites. If you liked what you heard, we most humbly ask that you like, share, and hit that subscribe button. And if you want to communicate more effectively within your organization, contact Ben at yourbrandmarketing.com or me, Sia, at innovationmediaenterprises.com. We can help you build your community, brand awareness, and personality through podcasting. We cannot wait to hear from you. So see you next week for another episode of Not On This, Business Bites.